Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Macy Morris, welcome home, my friend. Thank you. Are you up to anything good this weekend? I figured you're home from Italy, big time partying, hanging out with the family and friends, right? Well, I'm hanging out with my family. I can't really leave my house right now. So, How long is your quarantine going for? Um, it goes for two weeks. All right. Quick introduction for anyone who somehow doesn't know who you are. Miss Kentucky Basketball. Four-year star for Kentucky women's basketball team, and now a professional basketball player in Italy. And I reached out to you, I guess like two weeks ago. We were messaging back and forth, and I'm like, dude, I would love for you to come on the podcast. And you're like, with this corona thing, I need to get home. How stressful was that trying to get out of Italy? Uh, it was just stressful, really, to just find a uh, flight to be able to get out. Um, just I was trying to get my flight. We were trying to um, figure out what to do with my contract first, and then after that, we was worried about the flight, but um, when I would go to book my flight, it would either be like sold out or canceled or something. So it was really just frustrating and just trying to find a flight that wouldn't get canceled. When did this uh, virus come on your radar? Like when did you first hear about the coronavirus? Um, I think it was like late January and, and then mm-hmm. go ahead. I'm sorry. No. And did you do what 99% of us did and just like kind of dismiss it as, okay, it's another media thing. It's nothing big. Did you do the same thing? Uh, yeah, for sure. At first. And then like in Italy where it became like really bad, um, it was more in the North though. So like where I was was central Italy and we weren't really worried too much about it uh, because it's more in like the Milan Lombardi area. And then once it got to like February and they started canceling our games and we, um, that's when we were kind of like, okay, this is, I guess, more serious than what we're thinking. And then they ended up canceling the whole, or they postponed the whole league and Italy went on lockdown. And so that was when we were like, okay, this is, this is getting real. Silly question, but did you have to come home or you just wanted to be home? Um, so I didn't have to come home until uh, Trump put the like, travel ban down and then that's when my agent's like yeah we need to get you home (laughs) mentally macy you get to italy it's a tourism mecca i've been there a bunch it's vibrant it's energetic and now it's a ghost town mentally how sad is that just to see and like comprehend that it was really sad i mean we so the city i was living in was like 30 minutes from florence so we were in florence all the time and so you go there and there's like a bunch of people and then like the last couple times we went there's like hardly anybody in the streets People are, like, walking around with masks and stuff on. So it was just, like, sad. Um, and then, like, me and my roommates, we had, like, plans after the season to, like, go to the south and, like, see the Amalfi Coast and, like, Pompeii and different things like that. And, like, we, living, we don't even get that chance to do that because of the whole virus situation now. So it, it puts a damp on the tourist part for sure. Now, neither of us are doctors. And I think every day my opinion personally is changing more and I'm – I guess man enough to say that, but a few days ago, I'm like, dude, stop with the overreaction. We're just canceling everything. And then, you know, you go on Twitter and one site is like, 
only if you're over 85 you're getting sick and then you see other people getting sick but you being there did you have a different feeling of it like this might be serious or do you listen we're not trying to offend anybody but is it a little overreaction you being in italy and seeing how bad everything was so like again like where i was at it wasn't that at all like Mm -hmm. people were still doing their day-to-day things businesses were just having to close earlier because of the um, lockdown and stuff on italy but the north was pretty it was pretty bad i had um some friends up there that were playing and they were like on complete lockdown and they had to be quarantined where they couldn't even like leave they would get arrested if they left um so that was more serious but uh again like i don't i don't know anybody that's had the virus and i mean i feel like the survival rate or the um not really the survival rate, but just like the recovery rate is pretty high for the people that do get it. And any idea of if you're going back, when you're going back, what's going on with the contract, anything uh, up with that yet? Um, So we actually had to end my contract because they postponed the season until April 3rd, but they, and we hadn't played for three weeks and then we had to wait three more weeks to find out if we can even play. And so like my agent's like, there's no sense of you waiting that long. And cause they don't even know if we're going to be able to play by April 3rd. Oh. And so, and we couldn't practice or anything, so we'd be so out of shape. It was <laughs> like, why am I here? So, so now, what's next? Now, do you have options out there? Is your agent reaching out, or is it right now just that everything like just kind of in pause mode with to see what goes on with this? Yeah, so everything's just kind of like paused right now because nobody knows what's going to happen with the leagues and different things like that. So, um, we're, it's just like a waiting game right now. Okay, no more Corona talk. So thank God you're home. Thank God you're safe. You're with your family. But how weird is it being in the bluegrass state? It's March and nothing is going on. Is that a weird feeling? It is. I mean, I was, I was looking forward to like coming back and then, like maybe catching a ball game um, somewhere or like going to Keeneland or something, and then like everything just gets shut down and you're just like. Dang. What's the vibe down there? Is it full-on depression? Horse racing and basketball, that's Kentucky's bloodline. Is it it a weird vibe down there? I mean, I'm not like in Lexington where that's like the mecca, but um, it's definitely just like everybody's like bummed about it. I mean, most people are going home, so it's like campus is emptying out and um, just it's not as live as it usually is. Where'd you grow up? Because you mentioned not from Lexington. I'm born and raised in New York City. I love Kentucky mm-hmm. basketball more than anything in my life, and I really mean that. So where'd you grow up? How far from Lexington, Louisville? That's how I judge everything because I've been down there a few uh, times. So I grew up about two and a half hours from Lexington in the south, the most southeast part of Kentucky. So I was like on the border with Kentucky, Tennessee, and Virginia. Is it a small town? Very small town. Now, you're a high school basketball stud. Was it UK or bust for you? It Only Kentucky or? No, I can tell you it was really not even my top school when I was getting recruited. It was when I was like growing up, but once I started getting recruiting, they weren't the top my top school. What other schools had a chance to get you? Uh, Louisville, Marquette, Dayton, uh, NC State. And what made you choose Kentucky? Now, let me tell you, Macy, up here, if I had any skill... I don't care what anyone offered me. I would have went to Kentucky, sat on the bench, just because I love him so much. What was it for you that sold you uh, on UK? So um, I'm really big in my faith, and so I had just been like praying about it because um, it was just getting more – the time was running down. Um, it was my junior year, and I was just praying about it. And Coach Mitchell and 
one of the former assistant coaches came to my house for an official visit and it went really well and like I wasn't even like planning on committing or anything but I just like got this like feeling and it was just like God was telling me like you need to go there and so like that night I committed to UK and rest was history. Is it true you were named after Kentucky legend Kyle Macy? I was. I I got to tell you I love Kentucky fans. They're so crazy. That is amazing. Did you ever get did you ever meet him or did you, any stories about him or? Yeah, so um <laughs> I've met him. I've met him and then like we actually got to talk uh, a couple times and uh just say different things and he also played in Italy, so we got to talk about that some and uh, that's interesting. He's a super nice guy. So yeah. Well, yeah, you're named after him, so he has to love you. Uh hey, g- growing up small town who are the players you looked up to uh so for me like kentucky basketball players wise anyone like you put on youtube or what games did you like oh my god i want to i emulate that game ray allen mm. diana tarazi um at uk rondo patrick sparks um let's see who else i mean once i was in high school you know i loved watching like the guys cal brought in but um yeah, I would say Ray Allen was definitely my favorite now you player get, growing up. Was it a huge change from, like I said, I'm from New York City. So when I went down to Lexington, I'm like, oh my God, this is like small town USA. I love it. And meanwhile, everyone's like, well, Lexington's is a big city. Growing up in that small like small town, getting to Kentucky where basketball is life, did that like put pressure on you? Or was that just a whole world of difference going there? Um, It wasn't really a big difference for me just because like I grew up around it and um, it was just, I just had a love for the game. And so I just, I really embraced it. But I mean, obviously it was a lot bigger city than what I was used to, but I really embraced it and I didn't feel any pressure. Yankees up here own New York city yet Kentucky fans and big blue nation. What we are, it's, it's obnoxious. And I admit that the Yankees lose. I get upset. But when Kentucky blows a 20 point lead and still wins by five, I'm upset about it. Like big blue nation is absolutely out of control. Are those fans, how much do those fans play a part in how you play and how you practice and prepare? You know, I tell everybody, like, our fans are the best fans. <laughs> they can also be the worst sometimes, but <laughs> overall, they're the greatest. Um, I loved playing in front of them. They always brought so much energy. They're so supportive. Um, they were, as soon as I committed to Kentucky, like, I just started getting a following from the UK fans, and they were just, they've been supportive of me since day one. I love that. I love when a player commits and then you go on his Twitter and he had like 11,000 followers and he just commits to Kentucky and it's like 24,000 in like two hours. That's why I love how crazy they are. Yeah. I, I want to ask you one thing. You're one of the best shooters in Kentucky history. Figure out about men's and women. So during games, I know you're fine. That's your comfort zone. You can go out there in front of five people, 50,000, you don't care. Tell me about Midnight Madness. How nerve-wracking is that? Like, the spotlight is just on you, and so many players and people I speak to say, oh, that's the most nerve-wracking thing I did at Kentucky. How was that for you? Um, yeah, especially, until I'm, like, my senior year. <laughs> the, <laughs> those first three, the three years before, it was, like, because I'm not in my comfort zone when I'm have to, I have to, like, do something that's not basketball. So it's, like, I have to go out there and do a dance or something. Like, that is not that is not my comfort zone. So it was very nerve-wracking for me. And then, like, by the time my senior year, it was, like, it's my last year. I'm just going to embrace it, have fun with it. It was my favorite one. How great is your coach? He he makes I'll – t- I'll tell you this. And I was always a Kentucky men's basketball fan, um, always, until I started going down to Lexington and then seeing how much – 
the fans embrace both teams. So I'm like, oh, you know, let me start. I have the SEC network. Let me start watching the women's more. Watching Coach Mitchell do his dances, do this. It makes you love him. How awesome of a coach is that? And to see him put himself out there and be goofy. Yeah, he goofy <laughs> is a great way to um, explain him. Uh, <laughs> he he won't even tell us like what he's doing. <laughs> so like he prepares, he prepares really hard for that night, and um, he always does a really great job. But he keeps it secret, and he always surprises all of us. Team or school that you wanted to beat the most? What school did you just want to beat the most for any reason? Even if you didn't beat them, if you can go back in time and beat one team in their arena, who would it be? Oh, Tennessee. And my senior year, we got to do that. So that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and wasn't that your high? Didn't you drop like 25 or something that game? Was that one of your high scoring uh, games? Uh, 27, yeah. Sorry, I showed you two points, Macy. I apologize. It's, no, you're fine. <laughs> when practicing, do you guys practice or scrimmage with the men's team or is it pretty much isolated? Uh, we practice with, wait, with the men's team? No, we have two separate gyms. Mm-hmm. So, um, But we do have male practice players that we practice against. Oh, and well, why is that? Uh, just because uh, they're us- men are stronger and quicker, mm-hmm. and, so we, and they don't know all of our plays. So it just gives us somebody to go against that's not each other. As a fan, you feel like you know the women's players more because they're there four years. You watch them grow. You watch Macy Morris come up from the kid from Kentucky, Miss Kentucky, and this, and growing up, growing up. They grow up before your eyes. It sounds silly, but it's true. You won the best players ever to play for the Cats. Uh, four years on the court. You left everything out there. Take me through leaving that locker room for the last time. You put four years of your life in there. Was that just like heartbreaking, leaving that? Oh, for sure. I mean, I love UK and... um being able to re- just represent my state for four years was it was so fun and I, I wish I could go back and do it some more but unfortunately I can't but uh <laughs> yeah it was it was sad it was bittersweet um but you know I wouldn't change anything because it it shaped me to who I am and got me where I am today so I'm, I'm grateful for that what was your degree and you graduated with a degree a degree in what uh kinesiology and what's that uh, it's like the study of like human movements and uh, like how the like the body works, like with muscles and s- things like that. Are but you li- are you a little nerdy? Like- yeah, are you nerdy? Uh yes, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. And uh, like I said again, I am so Kentucky biased, and I keep saying that. But were you disappointed you weren't drafted by the WNBA? Because like while watching you play, it was always watch this shooter. She's one of the best shooters. She's this. And you drop in 25, 27. Were you disappointed that you didn't get a shot at the WNBA? Um, I mean, I got a shot at the NBA, WNBA, but like, you know, I feel like who wouldn't be disappointed they didn't get drafted or something like that. But I mean, everything for me, my, I mean, God has a plan for me. And mm-hmm. so like, I just accepted that. And um, wherever he leads me, that's, I know that's where I'm supposed to be. Now, let me know if this is similar. Growing up, one of my best friends, her name is Jen Derevergenic. She was uh, one of the best players in Staten Island. She played against Sue Bird all the time. She played in the WNBA. But I remember, you know, she wasn't playing. She wasn't getting a lot of playing time. I remember being at a house and her agent would call and say, we, we got calls from Germany, Poland, Russia, Israel. How did your international call happen? Did your agent say, hey, we got Italy wants you? Or what made you choose to go there? Uh, so, yeah, he... My agent basically just got um, offers from different countries, and he looked at like different things like safety, uh, money, uh, how good the team is, what league they're in, how it would affect um, my chances of being able to come back and try get like a um, 
trout for the WBA, things like that. And so we just decided Italy was the best fit for all of those things. Now, how about your parents? I know you're close with them. You grew up in Kentucky. You stayed home. Okay, mom and dad, I'm off to Italy. How'd they take it? You know, they were super happy for me. Uh, obviously, they were a little nervous at first, but um, they got used to it. <laughs> <laughs> you get to Italy. What food did you miss the most? Because I'm a big traveler, Macy. When I get home, when I'm no matter where I am, I'm like, oh, I miss the New York pizza, New York bagels. What food mm-hmm. did you miss the most? Oh, the fried chicken. My grandma <laughs> makes. She may. I tell everybody that though. Like I miss that so much. Even when I'm in the state, like mm-hmm. when I was in college, I would have to go home sometimes just to see my grandma and get some fried chicken. So and listen, Italy does not have good fried chicken. So that's what you miss the most. For sure, yeah. <laughs> and food wise, because I gotta tell everybody, we, we're messaging. We're taping this on what should be Selection Sunday. And last night you're like, hey, I can do it anytime tomorrow on Sunday. Just please not around dinner time. So I can tell you you're a huge food person. What food did you become obsessed with out there in Italy? Because I know they have incredible food. Um, prob- I mean, all their pasta is great, but <laughs> like I loved their gelato. Their gelato is amazing. And um, it's on every corner. Every corner you just have different gelato. Yes. <laughs> and it's like every time you go out, especially like in Florence, you're just like – crap like i'm about to spend a bunch of money on some ice cream <laughs> while out there Macy, i know you weren't there too long did you learn the language are you trying to learn the language was it something that intrigued you uh i did not learn the language i learned a few words a few phrases some hand gestures but <laughs> i could not complete like a whole sentence besides like hi my name is or something like that <laughs> now i know you're on the um basket lines i looked it up but i can't even pronounce the city what city is that even in uh Empoli. how did that uh transformation go from the dorms of kentucky the nice beautiful campus and does what happened the team put you up like hey here's our room here are apartments how'd that move uh happen i'm always curious about like the small things uh so yeah they fixed me up with an apartment and i had a roommate who's actually from duke Oh, and I'm so, so sorry to hear. Macy, I'm so sorry about that's worse than the yeah. Corona thing, this Duke phenomenon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we uh, joked with each other about that, but um, she was super nice. She had actually been there a year already, so she showed me the ropes, and um, she was a huge help. Was the apartment awesome, like good location and everything? Yeah, so it was just like a five-minute walk from the gym. Oh, that's great. And you guys went to Florence a lot, you said? Yes. Did it, do you ever just like pinch yourself like, oh, my God, five years ago? Um, well, six years ago, I'm a junior in high school, worried about random things, and now I'm in Italy traveling around playing basketball. Ever just pinch yourself and be like, wow, this is a hell of a ride? Yeah, I mean, I really haven't even got to reflect on it that much. And um, I did would catch myself just like being in different cities in Italy and just being like, wow, like <laughs> it's amazing that I'm here. What's the biggest adjustment to the game on the court from what we know here to the European game? Oh, for me, I would say they're more um, t- like they play more team basketball. So it's more of like reading each other, learning how to read each other's like backdoor cuts, um, making certain passes where like I feel like in the States, it's more like one on one. So that was like a big adjustment. And then just the pace of the game was it's a little different, like. I feel like the players in the States are quicker, mm-hmm. um, but I feel like the Italians, they like to run up and down the floor way more. <laughs> and were you in good enough shape to run with them, Macy? When I first got there, I 
was like so surprised that I wasn't because <laughs> at Kentucky we ran like crazy and then I was like oh my gosh I think they run more <laughs> than Kentucky does how about did you get into any other sports because I know football soccer is king out there did you become watching a little more were your teammates obsessed with it or uh? no they they really weren't um they loved basketball the place I was at they loved basketball they actually like they knew about Kentucky, uh, especially like the older coaches and stuff. Uh, they loved Rick Pitino. <laughs> like, that was like their idol. So, And and of um, course, and Rick went out there and coached in Greece. And now he actually just got a job, I don't know if you saw, in Iona here in New York. Yeah, I saw that. Good for him. So so yeah, what else sure. so so what else out there with the game? Did you like the game out there itself? Not the basketball. You love basketball. You're awesome in basketball. Did you like the whole basketball scene out there? Yeah, I mean, the fans were crazy. Like, they're kind of crazy, like, the way they act. Like, they didn't have, like, a huge fan base, obviously, like, at UK or something. But the fans that do come to the games, like, you would go to a basketball game and, like, people have, like, drums and horns going off. <laughs> and stuff. It was crazy. Now, you're going to wait now. You're definitely not retiring. You're still going to keep playing, correct? Um, I'm hoping to, yes. We all hope you do. What's your dream job when you do finish up basketball? You know, I'm kind of like touring I'm either I either want to become a coach I'm a college coach somewhere Mm -hmm. or I want to be a physician's assistant it is such a weird thing and you know people never want to bring up the obvious the pay discrepancies between men and women but you know I have high school friends that played basketball overseas men and they're pretty much set for life they played you know 10 years they come back they're they're pretty well off and my other friend who I mentioned Jennifer she played WNBA I think three years with the Mercury and then she played in Greece for like the last six years. Came home, did you know, did very well. They paid her very well. And she came home and said, crap, like I have to get a career now and I'm 31. It's it's a weird thing. But that's what she did. Her thing was medical field, but now she's coaching at a, a school in New Jersey. So that's why I was curious if you're going to go the coaching route because you got to keep basketball in your blood or something else, right? Right. All right. Ready to finish up with some uh, quick hit questions? For sure. You and I are at a bar in New York City. Who's the coolest person in your phone? That if you texted them, they would text you back. Ooh, that is a hard question. Um, it's a bit of a name drop, so you can name drop for me, Macy. I don't know, maybe. Oh, I don't know. Probably some some professional athlete. I would have to say I don't know which one, but maybe a, some professional athlete. I would say. <laughs> we'll, we'll leave that to the imagination. Okay. <laughs> How about? <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> who's appointment watching for you? You're home now. Just say games are on TV. You can only only watch one player play basketball. Who is it? I don't know. My favorite players are hurt right now. Um, I guess. Well, who's your guy? Who's your favorite? Well, well, a woman. Who's well, your favorite? Kevin Durant okay. or Clay Thompson are my favorite, but I don't know. I guess LeBron. Probably, okay. Just because, I mean, he's he's the greatest in the world right now, and so just to be able to appreciate his greatness right now, I would say LeBron. Coolest piece of memorabilia you own? Oh, goodness. I don't know. <laughs> These are hard questions. <laughs> no, <they're not. sighs> Did you well? Did you ever ask for an autograph from anybody? You know, I have not asked people for autographs in a long time. I haven't asked. I think the last person I asked for an autograph mm-hmm. might have been oh who I don't know maybe John Wall. And is or, that is that weird? Like you're a star in your own right. Is it weird going up to another player at your same school or who went there and be like, hey, can I get an autograph? Well, I didn't ask. Well, this was like when I was in high school. I asked him for this. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, so that's like how long like I haven't I don't ask the guys that like I went to school with because like I'm just like they're my buddies yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
What's a better time, Kentucky Derby Day or a nice crisp day at Keeneland? I've never been to the Kentucky Derby, so I'd really like to go there. But And have you been to Keeneland? Is Keeneland incredible? Uh, I have been to Keeneland. I love Keeneland. It's a great time. Okay, here really we go. Good. How about coolest person that follows you on social media? Drake. <laughs> oh, sure. Does he really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, what? A, see, that was a quick... See, Macy, you're good with those quick answers. Okay, speaking of social media, just give the plugs for your Facebook, the Twitter, the Instagram, your website. Give everything. Um, my Instagram is macy 4 Morris, and you spell Macy, M-A-C-I. Um, Twitter is macy 4 Mo. Facebook, you can just find me at Macy Morris. <laughs> I don't really know what else you look for on Facebook. Listen, yeah, those are them. Even though you ducked my coolest person in your phone question, you were awesome. I'm so glad you're home. Thank you for doing this. And this was really an honor and pleasure. Uh, I kind of do what Dan Patrick does. So everyone who comes on my show, I send them something weird and different. And they'll sign it for me. I'll put it on my wall. So I'm going to sign something down there. I'll send something down there to you. You okay. sign it up. I'll put it up here. Best of luck. Stay safe down there. And uh, we'll keep in touch. And good luck for the next uh, venture of your future, Macy. You're awesome. All right. Thank you so much. Have this a great day, fun. my friend. Thank you. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. Bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.